Welcome to 90 Day Have Your Say, a podcast on our favorite reality show and yours, 90 Day Fiance. DeGill? DeBay. You ready to break this down? Uh, it might be 411. Oh. <laughs> You're talking about Big Ed. I wanted to start with Baby Girl Lisa. Big Girl Lisa? Baby Girl Lisa. Baby Girl Lisa. Baby Girl. All right, I'll talk about Baby Girl. What's happening? Well, good to, good to be back in the fold. Is it good? Oh, well, you're the quarterback. I'm just a dependent player. What, uh, what, what do you got to say about you're big? Like, uh, you're like XFL. I'm NFL. Exact. Good knowledge. Well done. Um, we should apologize. Of course, we should apologize. I do feel bad, and we wanted to record. Um, we you know we've missed several episodes. And we didn't get to wrap up the last season. I really miss, you know who I miss the most? I miss Natalie. Yeah, I miss her a lot. But I will say this. I don't miss that season at all. At all. Nimois. I I don't. It was a bad season for women, if I may just say. Oh, it's true it's true between tanya but very little redeeming quality i guess we should talk about the tell-all a little bit by the way we do apologize for not uh, no we really do but we were really busy vacationing well here's why i'd like we, we apologize debay because then the other more established uh 90 day shows can't secretly steal our comedy and use it for themselves so it's tough for them too bad for you poop poop do <laughs> Uh, kidding, not really. Um, so the uh, the tell-all I thought was noteworthy for several reasons. First of all, Angela lost her shit again, right? She's so stupid. <laughs> Kiss my white ass. Jasmine provided nothing to the entire hour's worth of television. Verbose, she is not. She, I will go ahead and say, she is the most worthless character in the history of 90 Day Fiance. I've got nothing to say about Jasmine. They keep in mind what they air is actually the good shit, right? They had nothing for her to even include as hard as they tried or may have tried. How much would you believe or not if I told you? In actual fact, Jasmine is really a robot and yes. they didn't have the best programmers and, you know, they haven't worked out all of the kinks and uh, that's why she's mute. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised because that's basically how she played the season. And when she keeps saying it's a finished thing, she is besmirching her entire country. I, I, I totally agree. Yeah. I, I mean, some of that could be cultural in terms of like maybe they're a little bit more... Um, reserved like they're not emotionally uh, open yeah but i don't think it's cultural to be a wet blanket in every possible scenario no she's probably just finnish and an introvert which is (laughs) apparently you just don't want to be that combo bad combo she's a fintrovert (laughs) a fintropert very good that's why they pay me the Middle, middling bucks for this podcast. <laughs> XFL money. 
they uh you know other than that i thought uh you know juliana was sweet with michael i thought uh you know fucking tanya kept saying she's not their soulmate of sinjin and he seems to have come to some terms with it she's like i'm not and they hung up on that word so she's she's you know no, but she also, she kind of, she didn't, she, she did acknowledge, and I think she did because she was publicly shamed for doing that to Sinjin, you know, saying like, he's not this, her soulmate, but, but she also sort of doubled back and she was like, but like, you know, she sort of rationalized it. And I think that that's why she cried. It was the shame that brought her to tears. Maybe. Yeah, maybe so. Who was on the far left? Oh, um, on the couch, who was on the far left? I already forgot. No, it was Jasmine that she was complaining to. Yeah, but there, there was someone to their left, though, wasn't there? Oh, I don't know. She's like, oh, I make an excuse. She's it's hard to participate because she's they're sitting so far away. Like, whatever, Jazz. Anyway, worst season ever, right? Like, do we agree on that? Because I think you know, with all these ninety day seasons, there are couples that we inevitably become so wrapped up in, and then within five days, we've forgotten all about them. And then when you see something later about them, months later, you're like, oh, yeah, I forgot about Jackass and so-and-so, you know? And I think this season was full of them. I almost say every couple on this season was like that. Yeah, you know, they really, they sort of rise to fame very quickly because of the notoriety of the show. But then they really have to work very hard to sort of keep that level of um, popularity going. And I think maybe just based on social media posts, I would say like, um, I don't know, even Larissa, who like, was she just, she was doing really well with her followers. And even she went through some ups and downs, but then, you know, they get a resurgence because they're filming Re- old couples are filming new seasons, you know, Darcy, who we'll talk about coming up. She and her twin sister, Stacy, are filming a 90-day... Or, sorry, I actually don't know if it's 90-day related, but I think it's TLC produced. Um, Can I ask you about that? Family Chantal, did that just fizzle and die and is, was not popular? That's what it appears like. Well, can you give... Will you be honest and give everybody your theory as to why that is? <laughs> I don't have a theory, do you? Yes, you do. Oh, Debay. Come on. <laughs> you know what Debay thinks, everybody? What? She, he, what? She, th- she thinks it's because the family is not attractive enough to sustain a following. Is that what you said? I no? think that Chantal had, it was a tall order for her alone to carry her mother and her father and her brother and her sister. <laughs> it's just because yeah I, I don't know what that theory was about but i'm just and her brother and her mother and her, and her, father. And her aunt well first of all her mother speaks slow enough where they couldn't get out an episode in time i would imagine right oh she, she get it one sentence so i don't know if the 90 day spinoffs will, will work i guess is what i'm getting to but as far as the new season because you wanted to talk about who first the baby girl lisa Baby love. All right. Lisa, you start, you, you start with years old from York, Pennsylvania. York, Pennsylvania. She's how old, DeBay? 52. What does she look like to you? She looks... She looks definitely like she's pushing, pushing, <laughs> pushing 60. 
pushing 60. And she looks like a she looks like a first cousin to Angela of An- well, and Mackle. This is a uh, this is Angela Mackle light. I mean, this is very similar, right? In many regards. Very similar, except Mackle ain't no soja boy. Well, let me. Soja boy just... a celebrity, if you didn't know. All right. Well, that's something. That's what they're trying to tell me. Let me just ask you this. Let's. Can we start at the end with her? Her secret weapon, in order to wrangle this dude, is to have unprotected condomless sex. <laughs> Now, let me just say, of all the... Hey, DeGill. Let me tell you, DeGill. From experience, Mm -hmm. it works every time. Works works every time. The offer of condomless sex, always a tempting offer. Don't get me wrong. But I'm just saying that she really thought this through, though. Like, she couldn't wait to announce it to her similarly... uh, How can I put this? Genre-like friend of hers, who's just the same kind of person... No, Nikki appears to be much smarter. Like, you could never dupe Nikki into marrying a Nigerian guy. Okay, well, that, yes. But I'm just saying physically they're sort of in the same interesting, they look older than they are probably, genre is what I'm getting at from York, Pennsylvania. I don't know what they're feeding the the people over in York, but that uh, hasn't worked for the both of them. Frappuccinos. (laughs) Large, that's right. Large frappuccinos with full whipped cream. <laughs> extra whip. Extra whip. whip on the large frappuccinos. The venti. So I guess what I'm saying is, but that was the, that was the most interesting part to me is, it wasn't just like, oh, she showed up at the scene and she was like, okay, fine, we'll have sex without a condom. She's like thought this shit through. Like this is a this is a deliberate strategy. She's like, all these bitches rolling up on this guy. I don't like these other girls who love him. Her his fans. I know. I'll let, I'll let him stick it in without protection. Phenomenal. Phenomenal thinking. To Gil, can I ask you a question? Please. Professional question. Professionally, yeah. How yeah. many approximately Twitter followers do you have? I have 40,000 plus. Soja Boy. Yeah. So a celebrity. Yeah. Has 1,036 followers on Twitter. Are you serious? Serious. He's legit. He is so famous. First of all, shout out to you for doing the show prep on that. Well done, DeBay. What? You don't do show prep? I do not. I just show up. I just show up and look. And that is why you play in the XFL. (laughs) That's why I'll never get called up to the big leagues. Wait a minute. Hold on. So he has a thousand followers and we're supposed to believe he's somebody? In Nigeria... A thousand followers is a thousand followers. I don't care no, where you are. A thousand followers is nothing, firstly. Yeah. Right. Well, you did see his video and heard his music, right? Baby girl, Lisa. That's all I remember from it. It was awful. I don't know if it was awful, but it's like, it's nothing special, right? And she's like, oh, you heard he made a song for me. DeGill, I could rap better than Soja Boy. Well, I've, I've heard you rap and you can you are quite the rapper. It's my Scarborough roots. Scarborough. The best line of Lisa's scenes was with her friend Nikki. Her friend is like, what if the sex is whack? <laughs> Always a valid question, by the way. And she's like, we will have unprotected sex and it will be off the hook. 
Nikki is the MVP of this episode. So, okay. So you guys were talking about 90 day uh, fiance before the 90 days, the new season, season four. Prior to the 90 days. <laughs> Prior to. And Antes de los 90 días. <laughs> For those listening in Spanish. Any other languages you'd like to translate? Lifne tishim yomaim is Hebrew. Oh, very good. You're welcome. Okay. Anything else uh, you need? En avance de 80 jours in French. All right. At least, okay. five, at least five people turned off the podcast at this point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Come back. Okay. I don't, uh, think it, I don't think it works that way. Okay, so Nikki was the MVP, in my opinion, because of her comments. And, like, the biggest – she's, like – she's talking – she's giving the testimonial, Nikki is, to the camera. And she's, like, I don't know. It's just crazy he'd, he'd pick Lisa. I mean, doesn't that get back to the whole premise of this show, which is apparently there is no shortage of people who desperately want to come to the United States of America. And, and no shortage of – U.S. Americans. That's right. So desperate that they're willing to overlook all the red flags. Perhaps even a better point than the one I made. Exactly. That there is enough people who overlook every single red flag that that those red flags are are strewn across their face, tickling their nose. Right smashing up against each side of their head and it's as if they don't even know that it's happening shame shame not shame just what does it say about the human condition right it is a reflection of the human condition that we all crave love that's right we crave but some people crave it to their detriment to their detriment and that is what makes this show so fascinating that is why it makes the world go round. What are the chances? And we do this at the first uh, episode of every season, and we'll rank these at the end. But just keep in mind where you will rank that couple as most likely to succeed or least likely to succeed on that spectrum. So just file that one away today. File mm-hmm. them away. Okay. I'm right. game. Okay. What's next? What do we got? All right. Next couple. And I've got a little bit of an intro on, or a little theory on this one. I love it. Yolanda, 51, from Las Vegas, Nevada. Yeah who is so deeply in love with Williams from the Williams with an S Williams with an S Yolanda mother of Cara DeMonte Tariq Malik Kiana and Kyla DeMonte didn't get a K sound no (laughs) he didn't get a K sound um firstly like let's acknowledge that Yolanda is a single mother of six kids and I know that they're a few of them are grown and they're working and they're probably contributing to the household, but that is a lot of work. A lot of work. Seem like really good kids though. They really do. They seem like really solid as a family. Um, It's awful that, you know, that they lost their dad. Mm -hmm. Um, It doesn't sound like Yolanda makes the best decisions in men because the dad had Dwayne had some legal issues and was in jail. Yeah. Probably good conclusion. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it was unclear if he died in jail or what happened? Unclear, but he did not permit any of them to visit him in jail, which was an interesting detail. Yeah, maybe he was sick, and did, uh, who knows? But... Just, or, or just didn't want his kids to see him in jail, you know? Maybe. Okay. I don't know. 
So I have I have two theories, like two possibilities. I was very excited to talk about her, so I'm curious to hear what you say. She honestly, she's my favorite character in this season so far. Yes, I agree. Uh, okay, and it might be because, according to my first theory, this could be completely 100% produced. So I don't believe, I can't believe, I find it very difficult to believe that someone can be so naive, especially someone who's lived a long life. She's 51 years old. She's raised kids. I mean, she lives in this world and been through some shit, clearly with Dwayne, that she could be so naive to think that some guy, Williams from the UK, sounds like a Nigerian. (laughs) Quo, I love that British accent. Oh, nothing hotter (laughs) than a man who spends two seconds with you on the phone Mm -hmm. and, and does not have a working phone. Well, you see, when my phone breaks down, I can I, I can't really you can't really see me. I can see you, but you can't really see me. So um by the way, that's about as British of an accent as mine is right now speaking to you. That ain't no damn British accent. He doesn't sound like Thumb of Darcy and Thumb. No. Can I can I uh respond to your first uh, theory A from you? Yes, sir. Um you say it's hard to, it could be produced because it's hard to believe someone is that naive. Or I would say, is it that hard to believe that someone is so naive, right? Because that cuts two ways. Is it possible that someone who has been with the same dude for three decades, who has borne him six children, right? She has been faithful to that man for 30 years. He has been in jail. She has not even been around anybody. Maybe it is possible that someone who has lived that kind of life is just that naive. Okay, so that leads me to my second theory, which is she really could be suffering from deep grief. And they've studied grief and people grieve in different ways. And she could be so deluding herself or in such a state of grief that she's not thinking straight. Oh, so it's kind of what I just said. Yeah. You know, let's if we could play this one exercise, I would I would uh, if you would indulge me today. Let's say it's above board, right? Let's say it's not produced. Let's say these, she's genuinely longing for this guy. Okay, so take the, take the shenanigans of a uh, preconceived production out of this equation. Do you – I sort of – if that were the case, I sort of get both her and the kids. Because on the one hand, I can see her being that desperate, right, and longing – and even though it doesn't, you know, it's like the kids were like, why not somebody here in Las Vegas? They're like, ah, no, she's online. She's like, ah, I just found somebody online. And I totally get their side that they would be emotionally wrecked by it initially because, you know, they, it's their first time they've ever seen their mother want to be with anybody but their dad. And they also want to be protective of her. So, like, on the one hand, if it's not produced, it's a pretty interesting case study of how kids grown kids and we haven't seen much of that i don't think on 90 day maybe i'm wrong but like grown kids dealing with that phenomenon yeah small like max and cc or grown like yolanda's kids they are always smarter than the parents always always every time 100 of the time love Shout out to Max and Cece because they were the highlight of last season. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I, you know what? I've committed to like trying not to say that anymore. 
I have to really lean on it. When I agree with someone, I say 100%. (laughs) 100%. You should change it up. You should be like 98%. 99 99.3%. Yeah. Um, I was saying love is blind, which jogs my memory and reminds me of the new Netflix produced series called Love is Blind. I know many of you are watching it. It is phenomenal. I didn't tell you about it yet, DeGill, because I wasn't sure you'd be into it. What is this bullshit springing on me? Oh, my gosh. We have to talk about it at at the end for sure. And maybe we'll even record um, something separate about it because it is so good. You know how we're, like, obsessed with, like, the sociology of it all? relationships and such and that's why we deep dive into 90 day fiance this is the same sort of concept where like couples sort of they connect and they get to know each other in this social experiment where they never get to see each other and they they literally they talk to each other through walls oh and wow. they fall in love with each other and they end up getting married and it is it's incredible it's very well done if you never get if you never got to see me you would have fallen in love a hundred times quicker <laughs> <laughs> You'd have been like, "Oh, this guy's the greatest." You mean you mean your looks was the barrier? I think like it sort of muted it a little for you. You're like, oh, I don't know. Uh, no, seems nice. Seems <laughs> fun enough, if only for that face. Oh my gosh, I wonder. It's really, really excellent. Like I'm obsessed. This is what I was doing last night when you texted me. Oh, is that what you were doing? You're like, oh, I'm just, I'm just going to ghost him because I got love is blind on. <laughs> and then the next day I'm going to act like I'm mad at him for, <laughs> for some shit he never does anyway, ever. That's kind of how that worked. Now I see. Yeah, love is blind, guys. More, more ways than one. All right, are you ready to move on to the next couple? Wait, who? So Yolanda, we we covered Yolanda. I'm I'm very interested to see how the Yolanda thing goes because, okay, just keep them again for the rankings. Keep them keep them in mind. Uh, Yolanda and Williams. Okay, I'll tell you how the Yolanda thing goes. Yolanda is the new Caesar. Right, she might be the new Caesar. How did the Caesar thing end? He never ended up seeing her, right? <laughs> what do you think, Dagil? Yeah, but didn't wait? Didn't we not see her at the end in some form? Yeah, we saw Maria, but then not with Caesar though. No, they never got together. She dissed him on national television. And what's the upshot of that? Do we believe that that was real in the end or it was a bullshit story? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Listen, oh, just a shout out to uh, TLC. And by shout out, I mean, fuck you, TLC. Listen, on previous seasons, I said, look, don't show the pimple popper thing without warning. We did not choose to see pimple popper. So when you go to commercial, you don't have to show the most disgusting pimple like right out of the shoot. All right. Now they got this damn show. My feet are hurting me or whatever the fuck. And they do the same thing. And listen, I don't DVR my feet are killing me or pimple popper, Dr. Pimple Popper. So like I'd appreciate it if you gave us a buffer commercial or at least in a promo (laughs) A buffer shot where we don't have to see the grossness immediately. Because that's like, how many times do we go to commercial? I'm like, oh, come on. (laughs) So fuck you, TLC. (laughs) By the way, uh, the learning channel, you are not. Just want to put that out there. (laughs) That's so true. (laughs) We are not the learning channel. And that, you guys, was DeGill's rant of the day. (laughs) Sponsored by no one. Who are we on to next? Who are we on to next? Who we got? 
next couple, Jeffrey 41 from Knoxville, Tennessee, and he is he's trying to get Ooh, with Varya yeah. Russia. Okay, here's the thing. There's controversy around Jeffrey because he was um debate or to guilt or guilt bay. <laughs> you, you don't even know your own show. You don't even know who I am. We know now that Jeffrey was arrested for domestic violence. So he has a shady past and um it's not okay interesting uh, yeah and i don't know if he's i mean if he was arrested for it and spent time in jail i mean he does did he talk about how he grew up he grew up they were poor they didn't have food sometimes yeah they did so my guess is that he didn't have the best upbringing and that like he had to hustle and sold drugs and stuff. So maybe he was into some bad shit. And I do believe that. Oh, mm-hmm. Let me just review no. what happened. Let me That's just review what happened. Here. That's not mine. It's great. So, <clears throat> when my phone buzzes from a text, Debay gets very agitated. But when some, uh, some dude calls her in the background, so you don't say nothing about it. Some dude named Gracie. That was her iPad, by the well, way. Jack, well, Jack from State, Jake from State Farm is hideous. <laughs> good one hmm. he's seen, interesting he even has he has the vibe of a shady guy you can just see it in his eyes and i just had that feeling uh when i first saw him and then it and then of course we saw what came up what was you know brought up on social media and uh, his records were pulled and in fact he was you know jailed and um, I'm not sure if the domestic violence allegations are just allegations at this point or if he was arrested and, and convicted. Maybe he was convicted. But anyway, the point is, is that well, it's not good. Yeah. We shouldn't be giving him the spotlight. But the bottom line is, is that now I'm extra curious about Varya from Russia <laughs> because you have to, like, like attracts like. And she seems like really awesome and outgoing and ambitious and um, adventurous and like really cool chick. But there's something, you know, like people's shadows match other people's shadows and, and people's light attracts other people's light and, and vice versa. But this just makes me extra curious about Varya and their storyline. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't have any thoughts on Varya yet. I don't know that I read into that yet. But I, I will say that the thing about him, that there, there's something off, right? Something is just a little off, and I can't really place my finger on it. He seems to really be a, uh, I guess, a good father. I guess that was the impression they were giving. Um, is it his jet black hair that bothers me? Yeah, there's a little there's a little something there that seems inauthentic. I don't know what's happening with that. Also, the fact that they keep saying he was married a few times, a few times. They will not say how many times he's been married. Well, a few supposedly means three, but who knows? Well, I mean, it literally translated, but they would say three if it was three. Well, didn't I say that he's young to be to have been married three times? Like I get, I get it if you want to be married three times, but man, he's on pace 
Like if you do the whole on pace thing for the rest of his life, he's on pace to be married about eight times. But do you agree that if you've been married more than two times, you're the common denominator and there's something wrong with you? Oh, if anything, more than two times in life, you're the you're the common denominator. Right. I had three consecutive jobs where I thought the boss was a dick. And you know what? I might have been right. But guess who was the common denominator? This guy. Yes. So it was up you to were the dick. Yeah. Well, no, it doesn't mean that I was the dick, but at the very least, it was like, okay, well, the world doesn't know me anything. Maybe I should get the fuck out of this context that I keep putting myself in, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So I don't know. So th- there's just something about him that's off. I'll tell you what also drove that home: the last scene with him and his two friends, including his ex girlfriend. Oh, that was so produced. Okay, maybe it was. Look, the whole fucking thing is produced. But I'm just saying, in this case. Mm-hmm. First of all, to me, she was more attractive than the Russian girl. And one of the things she said was, like, why not me? And he was like, I don't have an answer for that. And it was almost like she has the same confusion about him that we do, that we do just having met him. She's sort of like, what's up with you, dude? So there's just a weird little thing going on with him. Oh, I don't think it's little. I think, I yeah. think like a big issue there. But so the, the, the fun part about his story for me was um, his Russian friend. He went over to have coffee with her from work. Do you remember the Russian friend? And she totally, who do you think she reminded me of? She was like making crepes and, you know, these yeah. Russian treats. It was so funny to me. It just reminded me a little bit of. Um, well, it reminds you of any sort of European babushka type. Yeah. Yeah. Well. But that's it. Jeffrey is a weirdo. But of the ones we've discussed, like he's the like the other ones I have like serious feelings about. Right. You know, OK, I had an opinion on uh, old girl, 52 years old, who wants to have sex without a condom. I had an opinion on Yolanda with this dude. I'm just sort of like some something is not right. So, I, yeah, some I don't really get it yet. I think he's definitely I mean, if he was uh, convicted or even alleged for domestic violence like he's unhinged like he has obviously control issues impulse issues if he's been married more than three times it's definitely an impulse thing he's not a healthy person yeah i guess i mean i think the marriage i think you may maybe you're right maybe it is an impulse thing like maybe he's just i don't know can't put my finger on it yet all right moving on your brother, Big Ed. <laughs> <laughs> People should know that this is the kind version of Debay because what she originally called him was my doppelganger. No, you called him your doppelganger. Doesn't look a this damn, look a thing. Goddamn really, thing like me. If people really saw you in real life, they'd be like shocked. They'd be like, oh, but he's good looking. He's not like Big Ed. So Big Ed is 50, four... Sorry, Big Ed 54 from San Diego. He is four foot 11 inches tall. He has told his Filipino girl that he's going to try to make a relationship with here. Rosemary. Rosemary. She has told him, he has told her rather, excuse me, that he's five foot two inches tall. Boy, is she in for a surprise. <laughs> she's five two. Um, he uses mayonnaise to smooth out his hair, which is already colored a jet black while his beard is as gray as could be he is a photographer with creepy pictures of women all over his house and 
at the same time, while being somewhat of a nice guy, he appears to be as delusional as anybody who's ever been on this show. I don't think he's delusional. I think that he falls into that category of just really desperate for emotional and physical connection with the human body. (laughs) Mooking for nub in all the mong faces. It, it, what was interesting is that, so his mother sits him down. Was that his mother? Yes. His mother sits him down. It's like, Ed, come on the fuck now, is basically what she said to him. I'm paraphrasing. That's the Cliff Notes version of that scene. But then at the end, he does this FaceTime with Rosemary. First of all, Rosemary's son, Prince, calls him daddy. Uh-oh. First problem. Okay. That's the hook. That's, that's, that's what's going to hook him in. Yeah. Um, even he admitted that's a little, I don't know, a little, a little quick for that. But then, so they lose contact. Let's oh, read that please. one, okay? Okay, you go ahead. Okay. You're the quarterback, <laughs> NFL. Okay. Uh, I'll be Ed and you be Rosemary. Uh, Rosemary, <laughs> okay. is your boyfriend around? Uh, <laughs> huh? Your boyfriend, is he there? <laughs> Sorry, gotta go. Bye. Rosemary? Hello? And scene. <laughs> How did, I, did, I, did I play a good Filipino girl about uh, 32 years old or something? No, she's in her 20s. 20s, sorry. What? Oh, that's right. He's 50 fizzle. He's 54. She's 23. Is she 23? She's Yeah, she's 20-something. I'll do the math. Carry the one. 31 <laughs> years old. 31-year difference, I mean. 31 so years. Not that there's anything wrong with that. What? You know, just you're supposed to say that. So. No. Yeah. No. This is one area where we say no. And <laughs> I do not blame his daughter for cutting him off. I would 100% tell my dad to go suck a dick if he came home with a woman younger than me. Suck a dick or eat a dick? What would you say? Well, I would never speak to my dad like that. I would hope not. But I'd be like, nuh-uh, not happening. So he gets cut off from her, can't get back in touch with her, which he's like, "Uh uh-huh, it always happens, right? Like, all of a sudden, I can't get in touch with her. Makes her uncomfortable when I talk about her other boyfriends. Makes me uncomfortable that I can't get back in touch with her. Makes me wonder things. So now this is a guy who has a skin condition, so he needs a certain thread count on his um, on his sheets for his skin. Now, though, with this sort of uh, discomfort about her behavior, her unwillingness to talk about her past, now he's like, you know, I need her to take an STD test. So there's that, which is very Powell and... Karine, right? That was, that was his whole thing for seasons on end. So I'm sure that'll go over well. Can we also point out, and correct me if I'm wrong, but they've been dating for three months. Dating in quotes? Right. Yeah, I mean, look. I don't, I mean, you know, 
I'm not sure we're breaking new ground with this relationship other than all she sees is his face and all she sees is money signs, you know, dollar signs and, and the ability to get out of where she is and go to America. You know, I don't, I don't, you know, I, is it time to rank these couples yet? Cause this will be fascinating. As soon as we get through Darcy. Oh, Darcy. And I hate that she's like do, filming this season with Tom. I hate it. I'm really mad at Tom still. Well, we didn't really get to see Tom, did we? No, but that's why she's on the show. It's just, she's like acting like, now this is highly, highly produced. They're acting like Tom maybe wants to, you know, try things again, or it's apparently what he's told her. He wants to meet up. And that's the scene that we get to see is they do meet in person. And she says, I don't feel comfortable. <laughs> this is just a vehicle for Tom to uh, pose in a camera. He and nobody likes Tom more than Tom. Tom is a big fan of Tom. Tom's a big fan of his own angles. This is my good side. This is how I'll pose. Um, I w- I'm just curious to know, like, who has the record for the longest 90-day cycles. Like, is Angela and Michael the all-time record for the longest stint on this show? Or is Darcy the record holder? I think it could be Darcy. Darcy? I think it could be. Yeah, that, that bitch don't go away. <clears throat> Excuse me. A little horse to go. Well, I had a little phlegm in my throat. <laughs> excuse me very unprofessional of me um so yeah no so what do you attribute that to like why can't we get rid of her oh my god i love her we can't get rid of her we don't want to get rid of her she is reality television gold she's a fucking mess that's why we can't get rid of her but isn't it isn't it great to watch uh you know i get why you liked it initially i'm kind of over it but like she breaks, she continues to break down, you know, like she didn't call me. Oh, for fuck's sake. I really enjoy her vulnerability. <laughs> People should know. We also saw what, what was the app we were using? And there's like these random Jesse things that, uh, what are they called? So those were what the fuck now. Right. 90 day uh, fiance. What's up now or something. What now? Jesse, with his uh, speaking engagements. And, uh, you know, I, I'm going to definitely grow old here in America with my speaking engagements. They hired a girl from New York to pretend like she fell in love with him, being set up on a blind date with him. Right. And then she was like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm moving to Israel. Bye. Bye. See you later. Uh, so that was interesting. But, and yeah, he, so he's a clown. He's such a clown. Yeah. He, Wait, he know yeah, that. we got to see Darcy and her lips. Her lips made a debut. Yeah, true, true. Uh, Stacy's Stacy's the cuter sis, uh, sister, though the cuter twin. You said. I think she is, but <laughs> Stacy not looking so great these days. Yeah, I right. mean, both of them—they've just done too much to their faces, and it's distracting. And. Um, I don't know. Is, I'm still excited to watch their new show. Is Darcy a deadbeat mom? Is she taking care of those girls or is it the the father? 
I don't know. I heard that the that they do live with their dad, Stacy and um, Darcy live together. I I'm not sure where the kids reside if they're there part time or not. I I really don't know. But I mean, I I don't want to, you know hold any light to any parenting angle I just know that her daughters are beautiful and they seem like awesome like totally normal teenage girls and um I'm sure they're benefiting from Darcy's fame I hope they are in what way no just <coughs> now they have maybe TikTok followers and uh some money to fund their designer habits I don't know but right. Darcy, can you imagine how many seasons Darcy's been on the show? Like, she has collected a paycheck. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, several, because there were several seasons of, of Jesse, and there's it'll be at least two of Tom now. That's right. And now they're spinoff with the sister. <laughs> Darcy and Stace. Okay, so are you ready to rank? Let's rank them, DeBay. Although no I think there are more couples to come, but just based on this very first episode, the first two episodes, sorry. Yeah. Was it me or are there like lots more couples to come? Like this seems like it's a free for all of couples. Um, maybe six or seven in total. I can't be totally sure, yeah. but. Okay. Okay. All right. Baby girl, Lisa, Yolanda, Jeffrey, Big Ed and Darcy go. Wait, which one was Jeffrey? Oh, the dead the i mean it's just so hard to talk about him in any oh, right, right, just because right, right. we also know that he lost his son and that's like the most tragic tragic thing that could ever happen to somebody um so it's just hard to talk about him yeah uh i am going to say who is the fourth and the fifth darcy's darcy's the fifth who is the fourth again big ed big ed debate I don't think a damn one of them is going to succeed. Baby girl Lisa and her rapper celebrity boyfriend Soja Boy, no. Absolutely no. Williams does not exist. So that's a no, by definition. Right. We see Jeffrey already breaking down because he is an unhealthy person. Yeah, though I don't really have my finger on him, yeah. And, you know, I'll say that to me, it looks like Rosemary from the Philippines lives such a, um, like, such a poor life, right? She lives in a very remote part of the Philippines, and she has, she's a single parent, and, you know, her sister has already hit up Big Ed for some money. Like, it just seems to me like the payoff for her, her would be greater than any sacrifice that she would be making, so if she can convince Big Ed that she is STD free, then maybe they make it. Mm, I don't know. Maybe. And we all and know what happens to Darcy and Tom. They, they don't make it. So I guess by default, maybe you're right. I mean, again, I've uh, got to throw out Jeffrey because I don't really know what's up there. Um, so maybe Jeffrey, but um the ed thing is a bit of a i guess what I'm, one. i guess i guess what i'm saying is like these are these couples generally speaking got no shot but do, you, do, do you, we know why they have no shot it's because sharp entertainment is so good now at producing this show that 
they're, they know exactly who to pick, what characters will provide the most fodder and the most drama for the highest ratings. And so, of course, they picked Lisa and Soja Boy because that's ridiculous. Of course, they picked Yolanda, who's fallen in love with a man who does not exist. Like, who knew that Angela and Mackle would make it? They haven't really technically made it yet, have they? I think they're together. I mean, they sure persisted, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we didn't really do a good job ranking, but that's because I don't think they qualify. Like, I don't think you can. I don't think you could even rank some of these because you're right. Williams probably doesn't even. <laughs> Williams probably doesn't even exist. Uh, you know, baby girl rapper doesn't. You know, that's not going to work. And but we probably said the same thing about Angela and Michael at the beginning too, didn't we? So maybe we're being, you know, maybe we're yes, being... Michael is not a celebrity rapper. That's right, he's not. Well, with one thousand followers, I'm sure Michael has even more followers than that guy does. Oh my God, that's so true. You know, that's a that was the best find of the whole thing that he has barely one thousand. By the way, not that. Not that followers are a currency, but if you if you go ahead and try to claim you're famous, have more than one thousand followers. So what does that all that say? I, I mean, I guess for me, what all that says is I'm very coming off last season. I'm pumped for a new season. I'm glad last season is over. But this will be this will this could be train wrecky. These couples. Uh, yeah. For me, it says this season. While the couples don't look like they have, you know, prospective longevity, it's at least better than last season. And I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> That's right. It's at least 90 Day Fiance. It's at least better than last season. <laughs> okay. I'm going to be honest. I'm so obsessed with this Netflix show, Love is Blind. And I can't even think about 90 Day Fiance because – it's just a better breakdown than what we're working with here because it's 90 day fiance has become such a formula. Like we know exactly what the formula is, you know, these two um, people who seem very mismatched, but you know, they both are running in some kind of agenda, right? One for love, one for money. And then they bring in drama with parents or family members and friends who oppose them getting together and getting married. And that creates all this drama and then we see them fighting up until they are supposed to get married. So it's very formulaic at this point. We know what to expect. We've been through seasons of this. But this new show, Love is Blind on Netflix, is the first of its kind. And, I mean, literally people talking to each other through a wall. And they will never see each other until or unless they fall in love and propose and agree to get married. Whew, that is... Uh, it is amazing. Wow. I cannot overstate it. Do you, want Every- to, uh, do you want to start a podcast called Love is Blind? Speak my mind! <laughs> I'll, I'll, take that as, I'll take that as a yes. <laughs> I, am, I am securing that website <laughs> URL right now. <laughs> Get that immediately. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, snort. Say it again. Uh, love is blind. Speak your mind. <laughs> yeah, I said speak my mind the first time. Speak your mind is better. 
Oh my gosh. Okay. So we're going to record on that for next time. <laughs> you have to catch up to where I am. Oh, how many episodes is that? <laughs> I got a job, man. I can't do this full time. What is How many episodes is that? I am your job, DeGill. Uh, aren't you ever. How many episodes is that? I don't know. All right. You're not even going to count. It's going to be like not enough episodes. Oh, it's that good, huh? Yes. Wow. Yeah, it's really, really fantastic. Everyone go watch because maybe, we're going to talk about it. Maybe I'll want to love his blind, speak my mind. <laughs> love is blind it is. Thank you, DeBay. I've had fun. Yeah, this is definitely a, a more fun season, it seems like, than last season. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we we commit to trying our very best. <laughs> that's right bring you more podcasts no promises but we promise (laughs) thank you you guys again for sticking with us and your patience and we know it's super annoying not to have um podcasts uploaded regularly um but really like life just gets in the way sometimes and it's you know i mean i feel like a broken record because we say this a lot um, but we still love doing it and, uh, we commit to being more consistent and check us out on Instagram at 90 day fiance podcast. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at I am DeBay and DeGill. Baby girl, Lisa, boom, boom, thousand followers, boom, boom, 